0: welcome to opinion havers a movie podcast for cody he made me start too soon hold on uh it's a podcast for people who are almost almost family um cody what did we watch we we watched
1: you're asking me questions i don't know the answer to i'm not 100% confident what the name of this movie is. I'm going to guess it's Hitman: colon Agent 47.
0: Good. Can I tell you I yeah. really hoped that you accidentally watched the Timothy Allaford movie. movie. So bad. I want <laughs> uh yeah. But uh we don't we didn't get that. Well, there's also there's another yeah. one
1: it's called Hitman Agent Something, something else. Like mm. it's like an Asian movie with like ninjas or something. Anyway, I almost watched the wrong movie like three different ways, but I did it. I think I watched the right movie.
0: Probably. We'll find out soon enough, or we won't. Who knows? Maybe we'll get through the whole thing. We'll find out at the very end that you watched the wrong one. So, Cody, tell me what you thought of the movie.
1: It was. You know? It was. That's That's all I really need to say. It was. It happened. I saw it. And let me tell you, I had to squeeze this thing into my schedule. You know what I'm saying? And I did it. And I bet you think I wasn't gonna do it. You woke up this morning and you're like, Oh thank goodness. There's no he didn't said he watched the movie, there's no way we have to record tonight. And no, I did it. I watched it while also watching football, and here we are. Nailed it.
0: I'm so proud of you. I thought you'd already watched it. If I'm being honest. And I also watched it while watching football. Um but here we are. You know? I paid more attention to the movie though than the football so hopefully yeah. together we uh we can tell everybody can about tell the football
1: watching two things at once is a great way to enjoy both less yeah <laughs> like i did i miss important <clears throat> plot points of the movie 100 percent. did i miss some really good plays of football absolutely you know the moral of the story is you can have it all you know you, you, do it you know
0: I can't wait for the point in the mo- in the podcast here where you're like they never even say who agent 47 is. I can't wait for <laughs> yeah. that to come up. Um so so you what did you think of it? Did you tell me what you thought I, of it or did you say you I did. It?
1: I didn't really tell you. I'll you tell you, you this. It. I liked it more than I thought I would. And that's that's all you need to know for now.
0: Cody, let me tell you, I I grew up, <clears throat> so you ready to, I grew up uh, <laughs> with my brother being a huge fan of this, so this is the big brother's game, I don't know, you know, Cody, you were yeah. the big brother, so, <laughs> I was the big brother, you're the big brother, no, you're not my big brother, I'm saying <laughs> you are a big brother,
1: I'm not a big brother, you're
0: a big brother,
1: Cody. I'm not your big brother. I'm not the big brother from 1984, and I'm also not a big brother.
0: You're a big brother to your older brother <laughs> who is, <laughs> uh, you know, older than you, questionably yep. older, but probably uh, younger than you. Okay. You know, just imagine Accurate. if he was nine years younger than you and you played this game and then okay. he was recording the podcast with me. All right, there. <clears throat> that's, that's me. Okay. Because that's what it is. That's my brother. Uh, he played these games, and I played them sometimes. Cody, you're going to ask me questions about, like, did they do this in the video game? <laughs> I'm here to tell you. Cody, I know there's Agent 47. I know about Diana, who gives you your stuff. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. about where it ends. It's uh-huh. about where my knowledge of the storyline ends, except for random snippets. Also, I guarantee you I'm going to say something, and if anybody ever listened to this podcast, they'd be like, that's a fact from, oh, what's it called, Cody? What's the other one called? The other one where he's got the little three lights and it goes beep when he puts them down. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, Cody. It is a Tom Clancy. You're right. Rainbow Siege. No, Cody. Ghost Killings. Stark.
1: Recon one.
0: Cody. Splinter Cell. There we go. Splinter Cell. Oh, that's a throwback. Oh, Splinter Cell! In Splinter Cell, Agent Forty Seven. Like G. Tom Clancy stuff. Thing, you know, it's the same yeah. storyline. Anyway, do the
1: sound again. Do you did it so good. Do it again. Let
0: me tell you right yeah, now, you sound. you flick on a, uh, uh, you know, like an actual uh, night vision headset. Don't always make that sound, but sometimes they do. But you know what does make the sound effect? A dollar store <laughs> disposable camera when you do its flash, and it goes. you're like oh yeah
1: i remember that it's let me me. tell you uh, i'm the assassin i was over at a friend's house the other day and uh they're both in the they work for the police and um they're both like past the point where they're wearing like uniforms like uh, i think he's a detective and she does like admin something stuff anywho so he's like a you know plain clothes cop guy but he's like you'd be surprised how many times people pull up to me in parking lots and just do drugs <laughs> like oh that's fun so i had asked him like what do you even do do you just like walk on tap them and i was like well usually i'll call a friend who's like somewhere nearby and they'll just like pull up <laughs> pull up in front of the car in uniform and step out and you know there you go got him anywho which i thought was fun also he's got night goggles for work <laughs> He's also got a work truck for work. Anyway, he was like, they live out in the boonies. And so he's like, yeah, I, I was like, I thought, I thought maybe there was like a coyote getting into our chicken coop. So he's like, so I grabbed my night, my work goggles, my work night goggles and popped them on. I was like, man, what, your life is so different from mine in so many ways. I would never have night vision goggles and a truck and a chicken coop, but it's cool that you have those things, you know? Moral of the story is if you pull up to a car and make eye contact with someone and you're about to like. Snort some cocaine which is what that guy did that guy could be a cop you know just cause he's not wearing a uniform doesn't mean you're not looking at a detective you know
0: Cody let me ask you this mm-hmm. you and I were both raised as good old good boys we're part of the what some might call proud boys you know <laughs> um and and they always acted like people were just gonna come up to you and offer you drugs all the time. (laughs) Like, it was going to be a problem in your life. Yeah. Has anybody ever, for free, offered you drugs?
1: (laughs) No, I have. No, the only time someone asked if I wanted drugs was a drug dealer in San Francisco. And let me tell you, he asked me three different times in the course of one evening. (laughs) He kept passing us. (laughs) Like, we were walking on our way to dinner, asked us on the way to dinner. We left dinner, asked us on the way out of dinner. When we were getting on the train, he asked us a third time. Yeah, but no, for free, not even once. I didn't even get invited to the cool kids party where the cool
0: kids were doing drugs. None of it. See, I've I've been offered a drug before, but my favorite of all the times, Cody, was once sitting in a Kmart parking lot with the window down, bumping some music, and I was like, am I in a commercial right now? Because some 'er ne'er-do-wells in a oh no. in like a, a Nissan duals. or something pulled up and they said, you want some drugs? And I just looked at him. And I said, no. And I rolled my window up because I was like, there's no reality where this ends with me getting drugs. <laughs>
1: I these picture are you cops. Are like a housewife with a robe on just so you can pull your robe up and cover yourself up a little more. Like, no. <laughs> it was <laughs> so weird.
0: So I was like, there's no way these are real people. Like they, I, this is some. This is a TV show. This is a sting operation. There's something else going on here. This is a cutscene
1: in Grand Theft Auto. I don't know. It's like
0: pull up, be like, you want some drugs? Who says you want some drugs? Okay, nobody says that. Uh, so you know that. You know the only real. The, what was probably going on is it was probably a hip. It was probably an agent there to kill me. And that was his, <laughs> his way in. And I said, no, thank you, sir. I promised Jesus I would never do drugs. And then what did I do? I did a weed at one time later in life, Cody. And now just, Jesus Christ, for me. <laughs> and I'm sorry.
1: He's so down it's here today,
0: you know, down there somewhere in Mexico. It's the joke, Cody, because it's a popular name in Mexico. But they pronounce uh, it yeah.
1: Jesus. Yeah. That's true. I knew a guy, and he was Latino, and his name was Jesus, and he absolutely uh, called himself Jesus for comedic effect. So he'd, like, call your cell phone and then leave a message. you be like, hey, Cody, it's Jesus. <laughs> call me <laughs> back. <laughs>
0: then, That's pretty funny. I, uh, I knew a guy once. He had... It was, uh, they may have been up to no good if I'm being honest, but they were, it was funny, their reputation, because it was a dude who was the leader of a group. It was him and the man (laughs) and 12 cronies and his name was Jesus. Perfect. They really leaned into that. No notes. They really leaned into the, uh, the branding that they had gotten themselves. I think I, I, here's what I want to know. How many of those people are fake friends? How many? How many of those guys are only at least invited? one? There's
1: at least one Judas of the group. I know that for sure. That's the other thing too. Is
0: like <laughs> who's getting called Judas? But who? Like you're, you? If I told you, hey, you need to get twelve people, twelve friends together. How many are real, and how many are you calling in just to get the twelve?
1: I could get four people, maybe at best. You know, I got four out of twelve people I could call. The other eight, there's no way. You know, those aren't real people. You know.
0: So anyway, this movie. <clears throat> do you wanna do you wanna just hop in my Audi? Cody? <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. Cody, my Audi car. My
1: Audi mobile My <laughs>
0: brand placement Audi mobile. Uh and just drive off it to the along the the Audi road to Audi Town, USA. Which is, you know, is actually Spoiler Town, but for uh, brand placement purposes, has been temporarily renamed to Audi Town.
1: Yeah, no, let's do it. Tyler, are you going first? Or am I going first? That's the real question.
0: Here's what I want to know: Do you have like, do you have a bunch of notes, or do you just have a lot of feelings, or do I need to go so that you can have
1: feelings? I've got can- notes. I do have notes. Like I've got them.
0: All right, let me go first. Let me do it first here. Let me go first. You don't seem vibe. I'm not feeling the vibe from you. So <clears throat> here we go. Cody, let me tell you. Okay, first off, I need to tell you, I'm going to explain to you my opening thing. Okay, because this movie, we could have had it. Cody. We could have had it all. All right, because who, before his untimely demise, was attached to play Agent Forty Seven in this very movie. Our Lord and Savior Paul Walker. Okay, that's who was. That's who was attached. And I know what happened. He went down. Vin Diesel stepped up and he said, "Let me do it." And they said, "Calm down, Vin. Go and get. Go and do some stuff that'll get you canceled ten years from now." Okay, that's what he did. Okay, so he was off busy doing his stuff, and we got instead. Rupert Friend, who I've always said this, Cody, is just, he's, you know, he's discount Orlando Bloom. That's really what he is. Okay. And you're going to sit here and you're going to be like, what? this guy. Yes. Because name a movie that you've seen him in that he isn't covered in stuff that you didn't think. I didn't know Orlando Bloom was in that movie. Psych. It's not him, it's Rupert Friend. I think it's Orlando Bloom under a stage name. That's what I think. Anyway, Cody, this movie, let me tell you, I had not seen this movie before. A lot of these movies, I've seen them, I've loved them, I've been attached to them through my mind, umbilical cord from birth, okay? Because I love them so much. This one, no, sir. Because it was rated R and I was a good boy and I wasn't going to go watch this movie. But I, this movie, let me just tell you right now, Cody. It's good. I liked it. I thought it perfectly nailed it. Except for it does a thing. Here's what I would do. Here's what I would change. Cody, you ready for this? Let's dial down his super soldier-ness just a touch. Dial up the goofiness. He did not kill a single person by, kill- by drowning them in a toilet. And I feel like that really does not fit with the spirit of... <clears throat> Age of a Hitman. But Hitman is and always will be an incredibly serious storyline matched with incredibly goofy gameplay. Because you can kill these people however you want. So you can do things like, you know, just snipe them or poison them. But you can also be like, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to dress up as a prostitute. I'm going to lure him in here and then I'm going to kill him with a dildo. You know, like you can do anything you want and you can get crazy with it. And, like, that's what's good about it. So I did like how they did have moments of it. Like, I felt like there were moments that I think part of the reason the movie did so poorly is people read it as, like, well, that's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Like, some of the goofier kills or some of the, like, more wild, like, moments in the movie. But I was like, no, but that's the most... that Those are the best, most realistic parts of the movie if it's, like, trying to recreate the game. Because... I know in the first movie, which or like the original one back with uh, Timothy Oliphant, it was way more serious. You know, as Tim says, very, you know, it's like more serious, more like, you know, just he's a hitman thing. But you gotta get like it's like James Bond. You know how James Bond is the best when it's a little campy and goofy. Like it's that's what Hitman has always tried to be, right? And that's why like the Hitman guys that make the video game. They're making a James Bond game now, and everybody's super excited because they're the ones that are going to knock it out of the park. But, like, there's the most famous scene, right, in the newer games. Cody, give me a nod. Have you played the newer Hitman games? Oh, okay. So the thing that really, like, took it off, that really set off, and, like, told everybody, like, yeah, this is it, is uh, (laughs) you go to a fashion show, and one of the main tracks like not even one of the obscure ones is you're getting in this fashion show and let me tell you Cody Agent 47 is a professional and he works it on that stage All right, and you get graded on how well you do it's a very much like same vibe as like the like sexy dances from Final Fantasy 7 if you ever played that where you gotta seduce a guy anyway uh, it's very much that and it's like yeah no they're like yeah he's a suit he's like A genetically engineered super soldier that does whatever it takes to complete the mission, Cody. And if that means that he's got to put on a dress and work it like his life depends on it, he's going to do it to get to his target. And I love it because I feel like this movie came close to hitting that. Also, you remember when Zachary Quinto was the hotness? They were like, he's the bad guy from Heroes. And now he's in everything. And, uh, you know, here we are.
1: Tyler, I'm gonna have to cut you off right there. And I'm gonna have to dive right into mine. So first off, my note is, is this Russian Orlando Bloom? Because I swear to you five different times. And even after I decided it wasn't Orlando, Orlando Bloom, I was like, Oh, it is Orlando Bloom. <laughs> five different times in the movie, I looked this man in the face and said, I am looking at Orlando Bloom. And it took about 40 minutes to realize No, it definitely isn't him. But you know, I was, it was there I had, I had questions the whole time also the other guy agent whatever I th- also thought is that American Eli Roth I think Eli Roth is American but whatever the guy, he looks like Eli Roth is it him probably not but might it be it is it is him no I don't know who's in this movie but I know that they couldn't get Orlando Bloom they couldn't get Eli Roth and they found the two closest actors they could to him all right Let's talk about the very best part of this movie. I mean, it's not even close. The start. When it's just like a Galadriel voiceover Lord of the Rings introduction. Just fantastic. They, you know, they really did it, you know? I made a mistake, all right? I tried to multitask and watch this movie, and I had a, just a couple, you know, I had like a dish to wash in the kitchen before I went downstairs to really watch it, you know? Like, I gotta play because I gotta get through it. Otherwise, I won't, I won't ever do it. I've been trying to watch this movie for six weeks. I gotta just do it. And I missed two thirds of this lore and I was I was trying to catch up the whole movie I even thought no I'm going to go back through and watch the first five minutes so it can all make sense didn't do it didn't do it and I'm happy that I didn't because it's probably better this way I love it this lady what's her name Katya Katya is out here she's like the rain man of city demographics the lady's like what you want me to do there's like five million people she's like not if you take into account their eight you know she's going for it doing the numbers Good for you know I should appreciate I love numbers in a movie you know I love when they commit to it they call it look they're agents all right that's a matrix thing all right so the, really this is a matrix movie just kidding actually it's a Terminator movie just kidding it's they're programmed it's back to a matrix movie all right that's what I went that's what's going through my head while I watch this movie all right that's what I need you to understand. Is it Orlando Bloom? No, it's not. Is it Eli Roth? No, it's not. Is this The Matrix? No, it's not. Is it Terminator? No, it's not. Yes, it is The Matrix. So this movie is The Matrix. (sighs) Proud to say Nipple Watch is back on Nipple Watch 2024. Look, when I watch a movie and someone... First off, I'm all for like getting rid of bras altogether. Let me just say that. You know, people should be comfortable. But when I see someone in a movie and it's like so cold and the nipples are like blasting through the shirt, I'm like... Can we get them some help? They have to be so uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, not my nipples. So it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. How do you enhance someone's survival skill? Like I've heard of them being like, oh, you have increased reflexes or we opened up your brain But like your survival skills, that's what I want to know. Like what exactly about the survival skills are enhanced? Because it seems like what actually happened is they can like see through walls and see the future slightly because the reflexes are that good, you know? It's fine. I don't care. I liked it made it feel like a video game. You know when the video game like gives you the run through the mission beforehand? You know, or like, oh I've done this mission three times and I keep dying in this spot so I know they're gonna come around the corner. And like the bullet time reaction. I thought it did a good job as far as like a video game movie. it was like it kind of it gives it that video game feel and I have not played any of these games. I know very little about them, except that there's, like, Hitman missions, and you're like, you gotta kill this guy, but you can do it. However, you know? I didn't know you gotta do silly fun ways, and it makes me want to play them. But I did get the vibe, especially when, like, the guy has Wolverine skin or whatever. (laughs) He's got, like, titanium flexible. When he's like, we injected titanium under his skin. Also, it's flexible. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, those are two different... It's one thing to have titanium bones. another thing to have... A layer of metal under your skin that's also flexible. Anyway, I I thought it was cool that he found a really creative way to kill him. You know, when he like used the use the garrots. He's what do you call those? And he stabs him into the power supply of the building, and then it goes. I was like, oh, that's a cool way to do that. one. And that's a cool. Way. I liked it. You know. <laughs> they were. You know, I was impressed by a lot of this movie, but then at a certain point, they lost me because at a certain point the dialogue runs its course we're like nah you made too many misses and the dialogue kind of just got bad but it's you know it's fine you know it's fine it was, I liked it more than I thought it would okay action was pretty good my favorite piece of dialogue though was she's you know he's asking all these follow-up questions to try to triangulate the dad or whatever and it's like what does he like what does he love to do and she's like orchids I'm like word that better <laughs> what does he love he loves to do orchids that's not what it means you know what I'm saying the better lead-up question or something you know you can't just answer oh one i'm gonna word, have to cut right? you off cody tyler what do you love to do
0: you i know? love nothing I no like nothing no <laughs> so whatever you
1: say is fine just don't say one word <laughs> so yeah what do you love to do orchids orchids
0: but then but here's the thing right where i feel like they it's not that bad because it does say like she's like what is he love to do it he's like or he likes he likes to do he likes to take care of orchids and stuff like he in the same things like no that was a bad way to say it no huh? no you know like that's it <laughs> yeah where it's like i think the movie What is he passionate is...
1: about? Orchids. What are his hobbies? Orchids. You know there's other way I'm just but saying you know take I another pass at the script guys I was
0: saying i think the movie is I think if it wasn't attached to a video game, this would be a solid, like, it would have a 70% critic rating and all that. Like, it would be like, eh, it was okay, but it could be better. Like, it was like 80% of a good move, like a great movie, you know? Like, just tighten up the dialogue a little bit, maybe make some of the effects a little better. But I think it's there. Like, I think if this wasn't a video game movie, this would have been, like, an interesting start. We're interested to see what these people do next kind of a movie. Mm Mm-hmm. But because it's a video game movie that came out in 2015, which I feel like was kind of like, almost like the one of the most brutal times towards like video game adaptations, Mm -hmm. where they're like, they'll never be good. Stop it, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Like Hollywood as a whole, like all the critics were determined to kill video games. Hoax. Here's what I think the issue is. I think the problem is Hollywood. Is like video games, you'll never be good enough. And video games, you sit there and they'll be like, but we want to be good enough. But the reality of the situation is video games are so much bigger as an entertainment medium than Hollywood mm-hmm. will ever hope to possibly be. Like, what's the yeah. biggest movie that's ever been made? I mean, it's still gone with the wind with inflation, right? Mm-hmm. How much money did gone with the wind make? I don't know like (laughs) a couple billion dollars or something like that yeah Grand Theft Auto 5 made that in a day (laughs) yeah you know like and it's been out for like a decade now you know so it's like video game like there is no hope for any other entertainment medium to ever possibly catch up to the market penetration and the types of the amount of money that's made and everything then or that uh video games can do so I feel like almost that sort of thing. I feel like that's a thing with them, Cody. These critics yeah. are like, yeah, snobbish. But like mm-hmm. Cody, let me ask you this. You watched this movie. How many hours have you spent this last week playing Spider Man?
1: I mean, I'm forty percent through the game and I've been playing it for about a week or two. Let's talk about <laughs> so Spider Man. That, so that'll that should tell you, you know.
0: Since you brought up Spider Man, Cody. Let me ask you this. Why is it so glitchy? Let's just take a little detour here. I've
1: been complaining to you about this all week, and I don't know why. why? And we talked about this, right, that off air that people were like, some people were mad. Like, I should have won Game of the Year. I'm like, you know, not that it isn't a very fun game because it is, and there's a lot of cool things it does, but I'm sorry. If you want to be Game of the Year, I shouldn't glitch through a wall every, you know, like every third mission I'm in, you know? Yeah. Like you just shouldn't you know you gotta tighten the screw and what's funny about it too is like this is technically the third one of these they've made right it's like the same engine they did the first one they did Miles Morales Spider Man two but really it's the third game in the series so why are we still you you know you're you're replaying one of them one of the previous ones and you're telling me about the same issues I'm having at the new one you know
0: yeah and like I told you I think the remake is worse <laughs> than the original one and I'm like yeah. this is crazy. You know what's not worse though is the re- the hit- new Hitman games. These people, they're doing it. Okay, let me tell you yeah. about the the beautiful story that is IO Interactive. Okay, IO Interactive, Cody, they are video game a, a video game developer. Mm-hmm. They make ancient. They make uh, uh, Hitman that franchise. Mm-hmm. So IO Interactive, they're out here. They're getting bought by people left and right. Okay, left, right, middle, up, down, all over the place. Getting bought they get bought by a squeenix or square enix, if you will. Okay. And square <laughs> enix, squeenix. <clears throat> so then squeenix is out here. Like, mm, we got to get rid of these guys. And so they're like, we're going to shut them down. And then IO interactive. says, like, well, what if we just, uh, where you're not going to shut us down. We're just going to leave your company. And then, Squeenix says, cool, and you can keep uh, Hitman and all that stuff. So now IO Interactive, they're out here. They're by themselves, living their best life. Because Squeenix was like, you can have Hitman. It'll never be successful. And you know what? Now it is. (laughs) And everybody's like, suck on that, Squeenix. So anyway, that's all really I wanted you to know is that, you know, IO Interactive, they're out here doing it. Okay, they're out here living the dream. Okay, also the guy that voices Agent 47 in the games, mm-hmm. fun fact, Orlando <laughs> in Super, Bloom. Super Mario Brothers movie, voiced Bowser in the Danish dub. That's too
1: much for my brain to comprehend. <laughs> so he's Danish? Yeah,
0: they're a Danish studio. <laughs>
1: okay, that's good to know. Yeah that's fun
0: but so i mean would you agree like that the movie feels like it's 80 percent like if like i mean i guess with you know like if you this is the kind of thing that i would expect to see if i was going to like a hey let's do like a pre-screening to before we go back in and re-edit some stuff maybe (sighs) maybe do some reshoots you know like the test screenings yeah where they're like oh okay this didn't land right let's go back let's reshoot this let's re-edit this let's clean this up Like, this, if this was that movie, then I think they're putting out a banger of a movie. You know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would agree. It's like, does the dialogue need tuning? Yes. Do the effects need a slight upgrade? Yes. But the action is actually, like, pretty good. You know, normally when I see, like, a bad, high-rated movie, it's like, uh, this is just not, you know... Whoever the stunt people were, they didn't really care to put anything into this, you know? And so... I actually thought that the action worked pretty well for how they used it, and um, I just thought the actors were pretty good as well too, like for the most part. And so I had a lot going for it. It suffers a bit from like the generic video game plot kind of thing, where it's like the syndicate, I'm an agent, you know, which is which
0: I would say is, is not
1: necessarily a bad thing. But I'm I'm just saying like there's a couple of things you're like, ah, oh, if this was like an original like movie, it might just be a, it would just be different, you know, yeah. like.
0: But I will say this. The storyline of Hitman from what I know is influential enough that a lot of the reason that you see the syndicate and agents in a lot of Hollywood movies is because of Hitman. No, you think so? Yes, it is an older it is an old franchise that did mm-hmm. have the original thing. I mean, the original thing was literally just like it is meant to be is a faceless generic protagonist that you just Which works
1: really well for a video game. Right. Like, he's meant to be because nothing. Because it's you he's putting yourself in their shoes, so...
0: Literally, like, it, later but, in the thing, you, then you find out in the movie, he's literally a clone, and the only but, thing is Diana gives you your thing, your, like, yeah. mission, and then you do the mission, you go back to the van, and then you go from a menu to the next mission. And they right. did a good job, I think, of taking that into an actual storyline where it's like, oh, you know, this is the origin and all that. Yeah. But
1: like... Well, I'll I'll say, too, like, they show him as, like, a generic dude, but it actually works really well for the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie where you're not sure who's the good guy or the bad guy Mm -hmm. because, like, him just kind of popping up, and even when, like, she's, you know, when she is taken into captivity by, like, the embassy people and she's like, oh, he's here, you know, and you see, like, she's imagining or foreseeing, really, like, how he's getting in. Like, it's cool to be like, oh, it's just, like, shaved head dude red tie and he's everywhere you know like i actually thought they did pretty well and i once again you know i missed the whole start of this movie but so i was confused but i was like oh, that was a cool intro scene and everything and then i was like wait hold on oh gosh who am i rooting for but then when it switched i was like okay so it's fine then i was confused because it was confusing you know
2: yeah
1: anyway so i mean for what they had they did pretty well like i mean i don't know i don't this movie has an abysmal rotten tomato score and i really it's too low right I have seen movies with, like, 38% Rotten Tomato scores that are worse than this. You know, like...
0: I've seen movies with, like, 80%, 90% that are worse than this movie. Come on. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think this should be closer to, like, the 60 to 70 range, where, like, some people are going to really like it, but in general, critics obviously aren't going to... I don't know. It just... For a bad movie, it's pretty good, (laughs) I guess. That's, like, the gist of my review.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it just suffers a lot from, you know, like people being not that into video game movies or movies like this. Because I think it's also like generic action movies were everywhere at this point. And this is a generic action movie based on a video game. So it's like two things that Hollywood was like, stop it, too. (laughs) Sure. And uh, I will
1: say they threw a Wilhelm scream in there. It's a nice little touch. Yeah, they did.
0: Uh, but yeah, you know, that's you gotta love a good Wilhelm scream, 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 scream. You know, because you know, is what is a Wilhelm scream if not what the entire movie industry is built on the back of? Really, like the fact that this movie got worse ratings than the than the previous hitman movie is
1: ridiculous to me so is this a sequel to that or is it just it's like a restart like
0: trying to do it reboot i think one of the things i know a lot of people didn't like about the previous one is he never changes like he never knocks someone out and takes their clothes he's just like he's just a hitman basically you know Mm -hmm. which is like the name of the movie but it's like they just put a dude they sh- they well, picked a random yeah. white actor they shaved his head and they're like be an action movie star and everybody like one of the things i know like my brother didn't like about the newer before they rebooted the video games like the mm-hmm. later of the previous generation of hitman games is they turned hitman they turned agent 47 into like a uh like an ethan hunter or a like a James Bond kind of thing where he had a machine gun a lot and you'd get into firefights with hundreds of guys and get out. Mm. But the whole thing was in the original hitman games. And the newer ones is of like, if two dudes spot you with guns, you're going to (laughs) die. Like you can maybe take on one guy, but your whole thing is that you have to plan your route through a crowd and you have to like set up all these traps and like set up, like Mm -hmm. plan for contingencies and stuff like that's, what's fun about it. That's what people like. So I like that that's, Whenever they had to engage a bunch of people, he was like, You can't engage that man. Like, there's that whole line in the factory where he's like, You can't, we engage them head on, we're gonna die. Mm-hmm. So, how do you do it? And so, they they go around and they set things up and they like kill them with the equipment and they, like the goofy thing where he, like him throwing them in a grinder or like slamming them with the, that's mm-hmm. the kind of kills you get in Hitman. Yeah. And uh, like that kind of stuff was very much with the, thing Where it's like, yeah, no, he's faster and smarter, but his strength is like being able to emotionlessly honestly If you made this an
1: Edgar Wright movie with Simon Pegg, oh. it would be exceptional. Like, he wouldn't, because it's it can be so visual, especially when you do get to the kills and the traps and stuff. Like, he would nail it, absolutely.
0: That's what I was gonna, you ask, just need to
1: peg me. it as an action comedy, you know. I almost.
0: think that's what it, need. it needs to have, agent 47, but you got to pick somebody. Agent Forty Seven needs to not be funny at all. It needs to be. It needs to be hilarious. How serious he is, no matter the ridiculousness of the of the situation he's put into.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then just yeah, just let it happen. You know, like he said, like give yeah. it to like someone like Edgar Wright that'll make it all colorful and put sound effects to stuff, and maybe give him a sidekick. But even then, it's like, but that's where the movie, like that's where it shines, is in the, the goofy, the like comical like splat when the giant clamp close but he's like looks at her he's like when do I hit the button and she's like now it's a splat as <laughs> it like just turns these guys into putty yeah. I feel like where it suffered the most was like the super serious fight scenes between Agent 47 and John Smith mm-hmm. you know like when it's like no we're gonna be serious it's like no <laughs> if you had just kept it goofy made these two guys serious and them really like taking everything seriously, but everything else be ridiculous, then it would have been funny.
1: It needs, well, it needs like an Edgar Wright or like a Deadpool level of like we can switch back and forth between hey, this is the serious stuff about the plot and her emotional journey, and also we're so silly when we fight, you know, like which is a hard thing to do, but there are guys that can do it, you know. But it goes back to that video game thing, which it's not, it's not cool to make a video game movie, and it's not gonna get like the full. I don't know it's tough because like not all gamers are big movie watchers and not all movie watchers are big gamers like everyone I don't know there are a lot of people that do both but there aren't that many people that are like I'm such a you know a big fan of this game that I'm excited to go see the movie of it because they also they they struggle to toe that line of like oh we're honoring the video game and making it great you know it's just they never do it quite right and like the couple times they've done it right, it worked. it's worked great. But, like, Last of Us is a perfect example. It's like, okay, we took everything you needed from the source material, honored it, but then made it good for TV, you know, which is what you need to do with this is say, okay, what do we love about Hitman? We love the traps, and we love the creativeness, and we love how goofy it can be, you know, but we can also make a good story out of it. Which, like, like you said, they did a pretty good job drawing a, a decent story out of what they had, but... Yeah, it just needed a little polishing and maybe a little more money behind it.
0: I will say, like, I think something that would be, if I was going to make a Hitman movie, I would sit down with a bunch of writers and everything and I would say, okay, I don't care what story we come up with, but there needs to be a scene where a target looks back over his shoulder and sees whoever is Agent 47 dressed in full clown makeup walking at him like he's a Terminator straight face, straight line through a cl- crowd. <laughs> like, he doesn't care that he's dressed as a clown, and the guy's like, "Oh," and he's terrified and <laughs> runs away. But he has to be dressed as, like, the goofiest clown you've ever seen. Like, perfect clown makeup. And, like, kids come up to him, and he, like, makes them a balloon animal and hands it off to him. Like, he's a clown moving through the crowd as a clown, but he's also a terrifying agent of death. You know? Like, because mm-hmm. that's the... That would... Perfectly encapsulate the game, yeah, but also, like you said, like to what you said, you know, you like the FromSoft games, right? Like the mm-hmm. Dark Souls and stuff, those would make terrible movies.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, there's five minutes of story in a 40 hour FromSoft game, aside yeah. from like all the background lore and all, you know, but it's really like there's only this much story, it's very serious, the characters, like. There's nothing, there's no depth to your character at all, you know? Like, it's just, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you can make stuff in the world, right? Like, you can make a movie or a show about the world of Dark Souls or the world of Elden Ring, right? But
1: you have to turn it to like, a Game of Thrones thing because, like, a lot of the deep lore goes into, oh, it's this royal family and look at this son did this and this brother did that, you know? But it's like that's all the background for a video game and that has nothing to do with the protagonist of this video game, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like if you tried to follow that, like your character, you think about how many hours does it take you to beat something like even bloodborne, which is a shorter one. Mm -hmm. Like how many hours do you spend with that character? Like getting random little snippets of dialogue and like getting to care about this character and not care about that character. And like, that's the biggest thing between a video game and, like a movie or a show is that you know you'll spend people will dump hundreds of hours into a video game and then at the end you know like at the end of Mass Effect trilogy that like the trilogy I I cried people hate that ending but I lost it it was the first time where I was just like oh my gosh you know like I'm I'm sitting here crying like a little baby at the impact of what I did and everything and like even though it all boils down to like three options Mm-hmm. but I'd spend years playing those games. No movie will ever like, that's the thing I would say. The reason people cared about, um, the Avengers Endgame game so much is mm-hmm. it succeeded in doing what video games have been doing for years is it made you care about something for years and come back to it over and over and get snippets of the story and then culminate in a final moment and everybody lost it. And it's like, so I mean really for a video game that's what you need to get the same effect or you need to just Mm -hmm. pick a slice of the game just do that no one wants to just pick a slice that was what was
1: great about the last of us is like they went way deeper you know they cut out all the gameplay basically yeah (laughs) like they're like all right here's this scene and this scene and aside from those couple like snippets set piece snippets it's all about the characters and the in-between stuff and you know we're gonna flush out side stories and you know
0: yeah which i mean that's also goes to their strength in writing a good story you know because that's Mm -hmm. like sony Sony santa monica right that's no those are the guys that make god of war naughty dog naughty dog with um the last of us like um i can't remember his name right now for some reason but the guy who wrote the last of us Mm -hmm. tried to write it almost like you know like a Mm -hmm. movie or something that was written like right tried to write it where like you could just publish a book that is the last of us and people would love it and i mean made a video that's the thing
1: about, about it. the game too is like i don't know it's probably like a 20 to 30 hour game yeah. and there's a good like 45 minutes maybe an hour and a to an hour and a half of cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like so there's there's a movie's worth of cutscenes in one of those games <laughs>
0: like somebody i remember seeing a whole thing once where someone's like why don't they ever make a metal gear solid movie and someone was like you mean like metal gear solid <laughs> Because the there's there's a two-hour cutscene in one of those games. Oh,
1: ridiculous.
0: You know, so it's like, yeah, no, because Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid is its own movie. That's probably yeah. why.
1: Because the guy who makes it was literally like, I wanted to make movies, but I ended up making games. <laughs> so like, I make my games like they're movies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you take games like, Hitman is a game franchise where the story and the characters and everything are built around the gameplay mechanics that's why people like the game so much is because it's you can play hitman and not care about the story or you can play it and care like i remember my brother really cared he thought it was really cool because if you played through the games it went from you're just an assassin to oh you learn about like bigger picture and like you end up betraying your agency and going over to this other agency and like fighting this whole like secret Mm -hmm. agency war but that was all built on top of Well, how can we make a second, third, fourth, fifth game? You know. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of those things, like Last of Us, was like, let's make a really good story, and then be like, all right, how can we put gameplay into this really good story? Mm -hmm. You know, like I bet I think that's how they started with that is good story, then gameplay, Um, or how do we marry this gameplay to the story in a way that makes sense rather than yeah just justify the story or the gameplay with the story. Yeah. Like, I bet God of War, whenever they're, I think they're doing a movie about that. I think it'll be a good movie because it's kind mm-hmm. of the same thing. Yeah. You know, they can make a Spider-Man.
1: Oh, that'd be crazy.
0: I saw somebody say that. Like, all these <laughs> Sony game movies, why don't they make one out of Spider-Man? I was like, oh, you mean like Spider-Man?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Don't even get me started. That's a game that has so many, so many cutscenes, and I just wanna be I just wanna spring around to Spider Man and they're like, how about you sit down here and learn about, you know, sit down and have tea with this old lady. It's like I don't I'm supposed to be Spider Man. Why are you making me sit through this cutscene?
0: Why no. not? Alright. I'm play I'll play the game. I'll play the insomniac. I hear you. You wanna play as MJ? I got you. We'll give you stealth missions. You bought Spider Man. We're giving you MJ. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants. You want
1: superpowers? Try flashlight. (laughs) Your superpower is now. You have a flashlight.
0: Whoa, now that seems a bit much. (laughs) How about a taser that if you ever actually use it, you lose the mission. (laughs) And some distraction orbs that work twenty percent of the time.
1: Oh yeah, that's good stuff.
0: Oh man, (laughs) I love the movies. If you search for Hitman Agent 47, the movies where it's like people also searched for. One of them is Leon, Leon, the professional.
1: I guess that is a Hitman movie, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's what this movie needed was a small child, small child protege.
0: See, the thing is, like Leon is very similar. Like he is, I think, an example of one way you could do Agent 47 very well. Because, yeah. Hitman's whole thing is he is, he doesn't really, he's does not he's not a normal person. Whereas, like, Leon, they made him out to be kind of, like, more of, like, a, a beautiful mind, like, savant. Savant. Kind of yeah. person, right? Whereas Hitman, it's like, no, no, he's a genetically engineered. But again, if you want to look at the very first game, there's nothing about him being genetically engineered. He's just an orphan
1: that's shaved. Oh, well, you know? same thing, you know?
0: You know, and so... Like, that's one of those things where it's, like, then you figure out that in, like, one of the later games, then you find this facility that you're cloned from, and it's, like, that's, then it's a the whole thing. But originally, it was just you're a member of a program, you know? Yeah. Like, you see some cases where it's, like, that's a way they could do it, like, him, but maybe a little less emotional. Mm-hmm. But I think the same thing, like, okay, I don't know if you've seen the stuff for the Halo show is coming back for another season you know me i love halo i love xbox i love halo right yeah Yeah. a lot of fans of halo don't like the halo show Mm -hmm. because it's not Mm -hmm. a very good adaptation of this incredibly rich expansive world Mm. but i've always thought it's be very difficult and kind of dumb to make a Halo show or movie based on Master Chief because he is the baseless protagonist. Right. You can't base a movie around him. So I've always thought you got to base it on like ODSTs or something like the Marines that are with him and have them mm-hmm. as the main characters and him as like a secondary character coming in. Yeah. But they didn't. They're like, let's have him take his helmet off. Let's show his butt. Let's, do, let's go the whole way, you know? Mm. And you know what? I'm sitting here, and I'm like, it was okay, but all the moms and the random peeps that just signed up for Paramount Plus to watch the Halo series—they loved it. Hmm. So, I mean, it's one of those things where I think, like, in your opinion, Cody, yeah. you like movies. <laughs> yeah. Can you? Can we agree on that? Yeah. If you're gonna make a movie out of a video game. Do you de- Do you want to take the video game story and try to adapt it into the movie, or do you want to just take pieces of it and try to like take what people like about it and then try to like use that to make a different series, like change it for a different type of audience?
1: I think you have to do the latter. Like you have to make a story within that world. And you want to try to honor the genre of it and, like, the callbacks to it and that kind of stuff of it, but I don't think you necessarily... Unless it's a Naughty Dog one where it's like, really, this is a movie. You know, this is a story with gameplay. When it's the ones where it's gameplay with story, you really need to say, okay, what's good about this story? And let's live in this world and find a good angle for it. You know, I think that's the better way to go about it. But you're, you're going to make the video game stands angry because it's not gonna be an exact replica of the game but it's also like like I said the Venn diagram of who likes both is is only so big you know so I don't know it'll be interesting I don't know it's interesting to see how they choose to do it but I, I think that's what you have to do is I don't know. And there have been really interesting adaptations and you see it happen. Like we talked about how it's hard There aren't a lot of good movies off of video games, but there are a lot of good animes off of video games, you know, and, and, you know, like, like my brother really likes the Gundam series where it's like, here's a bunch of like young people from the Gundam universe and like they're not in Gundams, but it's set in the thing. And it's like a really awesome war drama focusing on young people, you know, so yeah, take what's cool about the world. And find a story within that. I think that's the better way to go if you're going for movie, because they're just such different things. Like, the gameplay can't save a mediocre story. You know, yeah. there's no gameplay in a movie. You know, that's true.
0: Are our, our gun. We've talked about this before, but are Gundam's based on a video game. I don't know. Weird yeah. stuff is what they are. Yeah, but I mean, so even, like, um, Last of Us, right? Isn't it... Haven't they said, like, it's a different... Like, they're, they've are they diverged, right? Like, it's a different universe. So you need to think of them as they're similar, but they're not always going to line up perfectly. You mean the
1: TV versus the game? Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they follow up pretty closely. There's not really big diversions, you know, and the ending's the same.
0: Or do you think they just said that because the TV show can be made so much faster that it's going to
1: outpace the games outpace it yeah maybe uh, I wouldn't like that though I would not enjoy if the third Last of Us game came out after the third Last of Us show but I guess they could make him different But I think yeah, I don't know.
0: Neil Druckmann that's his name he's there gone on go. record as saying that he's very like that They the show will not get ahead it may like go another direction like look at other like Mm, explore other stuff that's going on but it won't get ahead like the game won't get spoiled by the show
1: yeah until they find that's a universe that is huge like the last of us story a ton of angles they could go with that one like yeah there's plenty of characters too like that they could explore that are really just side characters in the games but are pretty rich
0: yeah which I think, they see they, I, that's what they did in the show a lot, right? Where they really fleshed out a lot of those side characters.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They spent a whole episode on Bill, who's in the game for like 20 minutes.
0: Is that Ron Swanson?
1: Gameplay. Yeah, Ron Swanson. Yeah. Is he the gay you one? Won, well, you won an Emmy, I think, for that.
0: Is he the gay one? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot of people cry with him talking about his... Did, it, did he have to kill his zombie husband or something? Or. Yeah. Something? I don't know. It's it's Bill. That's all I know. Everybody's like, Bill I literally see people online be like, Bill, am I right? And everybody go, like, don't you even say that to me or something <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm like I don't know what's happening. Yeah. But yeah, he did win yeah. like an award. I know a lot of people like
1: that episode was fantastic.
0: So Cody, you know I mean you know about as much as I do, but I mean I've ex- about like the the hitman what it is Mm -hmm. so like what walk me through unless you had some other points you really wanted to go down um like how would you do a hitman movie
1: how would i do a hitman movie um i think the easiest thing to do would be like you introduce him the agency he's top of the agency you go on a mission with him it's going well and then something goes awry in the mission and he ends up betraying the agency. I think that which is kinda you know, that's sort of what they do with this one, right? Like I think more he's or less.
0: Alright. I was planned. really unclear
1: on who was trying to find the girl or not, but you know, that's what I would do is be like, Oh, I've got a question who I actually you know, like maybe he didn't know he was a clone or something. He just thought he was part of you know, and then he ends up he finds that out and that sends him on like a journey of okay, I'm gonna take down the agency or I have to find answers or something. That's what I would do.
0: I think that is the storyline of the second game. There you go. Where it is like on a, on a mission, he completes it. And then something happens where there's another agent there and that agent tries to kill him. And that sets off a whole thing where he finds out about the colonial genetic stuff and all that. But, uh, So that's what I I find that interesting, right? That you pulled out of their, like, a storyline they've done. So something that realistically, Mm. like, they pulled from existing stories from the games. They just seems like they pulled the wrong one. Yeah. Or they tried to make their own one versus one that, like, had worked before. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll tell you, it's interesting, like you found the dialogue, right? The um that is that what took you out the most, right?
1: At, at times, um my favorite I had subtitles on <laughs> like, the kid in the elevator is like, She smells funny. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> When you're allergic to someone, I don't know. But was that an intentional thing? Did he make her smell funny so that the kid would? I don't know. He steals the inhaler from the kid, and I don't know how pre-planned that was. But I thought it was funny. I was like, you know, if you're allergic to someone, you don't say, oh, they smell funny. You're like, oh, my nose itches, or my eyes are watery, or what's going on, you know?
0: Yeah. That would be funny.
1: Though. <laughs> I, and I, I just, when I first saw it, I was like, see, why did that show up in the subtitles? And I was like, oh, it's going somewhere. It's going somewhere. <laughs> he took his inhaler. Okay. <laughs> whatever and i was like what is
0: happening it is interesting that you said oh did he do that intentionally because that is something i think i would have done a little more is like i would have left it up like i would have made the watcher question a lot more like did he do that intentionally like did he set that up Mm. or is this like yeah he's so fast that he was able to do it quickly or did he like You know, I mean, think back to, like, John Wick, right? When he's, like, going through the tunnels and leaving all of his guns along the way, you know? And then he's running away to escape, being betrayed. Yeah. And he's got Mm -hmm. all of his guns set up. Like, have the same kind of a thing, but have him be like, I'll be back, you know, and disappear for, like, two minutes and come back. And then it's like, they're running, and there's a rubber duck on the floor, and the guy trips on a rubber duck, and it's like, did he put the rubber duck there?
1: yeah you uh-huh. got a
0: trip you know i would have wanted to set a lot of that up but i also feel like what i would make is a much goofier movie that would also be hated because it's like it's not serious enough yeah but it's like there's an achievement for playing through for killing a certain person by giving him a heart attack because you pop out of a chest dressed as a clown <laughs> and he's afraid of clowns <laughs> you know so it's like that's what i'm saying him. it has to be
1: like deadpool where it's like there's three or four like serious scenes that actually like really i don't know get to you but the rest of the movie is just antics you know and it's like i don't, which is like i said very hard to do but there's a handful
0: of dudes who i know can do it so who here's my question because i feel like the best way to do it right would be you'd have the agent because in the games there is no comedic relief person yeah so like go like oh my gosh when he kills somebody with like a propeller yeah. blade but i feel like the best way to do it oh, in a movie would be to give him a guy in the chair to be like guy oh. in a chair
1: and it's tj miller yeah
0: yeah so who's agent 47
1: who's agent 47 i mean i i mean if you're going edgar wright oh what it would if it was edgar wright it would be simon Pegg is agent 47 and then what's his name nick what's his name his friend is the guy in the chair, which would be just awesome.
0: But do you think um, Simon Pegg could be the, like, emotionless have seen, assassin?
1: Have you seen Hot Fuzz? Yes. That's his whole character. He's the hard-nosed cop guy who takes everything too seriously in the town where everyone's like, that's yeah, fine, nothing's a problem, you know? So, I mean, I think they could do it. Um, who else can play a straight man? Hugh Jackman's a decent straight man.
0: I know I've seen a lot of people say... um, jason statham it was jason like born statham? to play this role that's a really good one and it's yep. like crazy that he's never played it but i feel like statham's got weird is not more too much like character and charisma to play a good yeah uh agent 47 you almost need like a no-name person right <laughs> like popped up Why? but the Die Hard popped up on like the movies people also search for. Is like there you go, Bruce yeah. Willis.
1: Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, he'd be good too. Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, there's a way to do it, but I think you'd have to pitch it as an action comedy, and you'd have to go that route because some of these lower budget action movies, they just they take themselves a bit too seriously. And for everything this movie did right, I do think that's the approach to go to make it really pop. You know. Yeah. But Ryan Reynolds' company would be great, do great with
0: it.
1: Any of the Deadpool guys. The Hobbs and Shaw guy would be great. Um, that director, dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would think if you went a route of where it's like somebody trying to become an agent or something like that mm. and like going on training missions or like being like, a less experienced person and Agent 47 is there to, like, observe, then you can have someone, like, yeah, shave Ryan Reynolds' head, give him the stamp. Yeah. Agent, Agent 69 or something, you know? Just, yeah, yeah. But then it's, like, then it's almost like you're spoof, making a spoof of the, of the game. Yeah. But, uh... So, I do think it's an interesting rough spot to be in to try to make something like this into it, I think. Because I think... It is funny because a lot of people would say like, oh, you could just make it like a James Bond movie, which is because that's the vibe they've always tried to go for. And now they're getting a James. It's kind of like um, when they made that Laura Croft movie, the Tomb Raider movie, Mm -hmm. or when they made the Uncharted movie. People are like, Mm -hmm. well, how do you do it? And then people would be like, well, you make an Indiana Jones movie yeah but you can't just make that but it's supposed to be an indiana jones knockoff that's what these characters <laughs> <Yeah>. are <laughs> right indiana yeah. jones like that's all you had to do um which you know so indiana jones is a video game movie that's why they're not doing this anymore.
1: yep Hmm. well yeah i mean that, that's all i really had to say about it like i said i liked it a bit yeah. more but i think you you know it's 80 percent done Which is pretty good for what it is. And I'm assuming what the budget was. And it's not like there's like giant named actors in it. But if you want to go that way, there's a way to do it. But I liked it more than I thought I would. It was one of the better bad movies I've seen. And especially for how bad the reviews were. Like, yeah. Just look it up.
0: It feels like there's something more to it than it just being a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you re release (laughs) this exact same movie with just, you know, like a little. the only thing I would fix, like, if you could only pick one piece of it to fix, I would have the uh, the fight choreography and, like, editing redone with, a, like, a post-John Wick style. And I think this movie would do yeah. really well. Yeah, with absolutely. Like, don't I wouldn't even change the dialogue. I did think it was weird that he does a lot of, like, slamming around with his car and the car takes zero damage. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe put some damage. Maybe put some scratches and dents on the car. Mm-hmm. or like be like why isn't the car messed up and him be like oh it's got subdermal plating or something on it you know
1: yeah yeah this uh the rotten tomatoes of this is eight percent critics 40 percent audience but it also doesn't have that many reviews too yeah it's kind of
0: strange um did you have yeah, one to so. look at the box office like the budget in the box mm-hmm. office and everything no do you want to hazard a guess because i mean the movie looks budget? pretty impressive i thought I mean, is
1: it like a thirty million dollar budget?
0: Yeah, as close as thirty five million.
1: Thirty-five million. And then the I have no clue what the box office might be. So like fifty million box office.
0: So eighty two million. So it looks oh, like it oh, just I mean, made that's its money back. Not too bad.
1: This this movie was not on my radar even a little bit.
0: I remember seeing ads for it like crazy when it came out and but it was like such a short window that they pushed it so hard yeah and then it was gone came and went and i just remember seeing a lot of people be like it's worse than the original one which i how dare you i just yeah. had a thought um the scars brother that plays like the he's like the action star one yeah which one is he which one's the Bill guard yeah, the one that's like in the... He played the Viking warrior in the movie recently, in the Northmen movie. And then he was like in that movie where he was mute. He's like a mute bartender. You know what I'm talking about? You know who I'm talking about, right? You can picture him.
1: There's too many scars guards.
0: Let me see if I can find the movie. The
1: Timothy Oliphant Hitman is a 16% tomato meter. It's yep. only eight percent better, and fifty-seven audience score only sixteen percent better, and I bet it has more reviews. <laughs> oh man, it's fine, whatever. Oh no, Alexander Scott Blocker on, and it's really mad at me. Yeah, one hundred and five votes, so it actually has less votes than <laughs> the Agent <Asian> Forty Seven one. <laughs> but neither one have that big a sample size. Yeah, it's a bummer because Timmy the Elephant's great. One of those guys that like really good, kills it on TV and does just okay in movies. Like he just doesn't get as good of roles, you know.
0: Yeah, and I think he looks pretty good as Agent Forty Seven. Yeah, I would agree. Like he 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 does it, but I mean I would say like if I was going to cast it now, I would at least ask Alexander Skarsgard to come in and read for it because I feel like you shave his head, put the stamp on the back of his head, he could. Yeah. He could do yeah, it. He'd be good. I also think he could be good, like his reactions would be good to like play off of if you were yeah. a comedic sidekick
1: Man, yeah. well you wanna do you wanna rate it and do you find wanna watch it next are you ready oh, I gotta pull
0: up the thing. you rate it while i pull up the thing that i i mean I yeah remember. like
1: I, I like i said i liked it more than i thought i would but i also didn't think it was great but it was better than it should have been it's a c-minus you know
0: c-minus
1: A little TLC could get up to a B minus, but I think that's the cap of this one until you, unless you fully reimagine it, you know.
0: Now, so okay, so if you if this was the test screening and then they came back, did that, then you think that's what would get up to the B minus, right? Yeah, yeah. Some re-editing, like don't reshoot anything or just re-edit it maybe, or
1: like a little bit tighter dialogue. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't need that much to get to a B minus, but I just don't think it's going to be better than that, you know. That's the ceiling, I think. What about you?
0: I'm going to put it because I, it was so much better than what I was expecting. And I yeah. think they nailed it as much as... I think they nailed the vibe of Hitman as much as you can in a movie without it going into its detriment. Like, I think had they been as goofy as I would have wanted them to be, it would have come across as too goofy to people who aren't familiar with Hitman. Yeah. So... I want to go B-plus on it. Hmm, wow. I think it's about as good as you could do without just fully leaning into it and being like, this is a movie for the fans of Hitman. This is as good, I think, as this could be with just trying to go for mass market. Tiffany, where would you rate it? Yeah. She would give it an A. Tiffany liked it. wow. Man. And Tiffany, what would you give Peter Pan and Wendy? <laughs>
1: Yeah, those words in this in this house.
0: Yeah, that she she glared at me, and then she asked, "What's the lowest? What's the lowest <laughs> score we've ever given?" Just F, right? Yeah. Oh, she says
1: down the F minus. F-.
0: That's the real question. Do you think there D F-? minus F plus? Storytelling
1: yeah. F. There is no F minus that I can tell.
0: He says we've never given an F minus, just F. It's usually Cody to my movies. <laughs> He's a meaniehead that hates hates to love. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I'd give it a B plus. You do C? You say C minus? C plus? Would C say? minus? I think. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Do you think? What do you think had better dialogue, this or Lockout?
1: It's <laughs> had better. Better dialing than lockout.
0: But what had better quips? <laughs> oh, lockout. Oh, easy. For sure. easy. <laughs> All right. So I got the machine up. I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to do the thing to tell us what the next Tyler's trash is. <laughs> it's Hercules, Cody. <laughs> no. It's yes, it is. Which,
1: hold on. Okay. This is the exact same problem as the last one. Which Hercules? You know
0: which one. <laughs> you you know know. We know. Oh, the rock the rock i you need look really i just need you to see his wig you know <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah so excited
1: what year is that
0: one uh um 2014 oh really just you know what were the teens but just the the peak of filmmaking you know
1: Can't oh, wait till we finish your list and then you know, and then we can just retire this franchise. The trash rentals.
0: <laughs> oh no, I just gotta retires, add movies know? to the end of it, you know. Gotta keep adding to it as we as we do them. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> uh. oh, wow. it's a good one. Um I will say it is funny, this made me remember that I used to have immortals on here, and I think I took it off because I was like, that movie is too good to be amongst this list. <laughs> Because Immortals is very much like 300. It's a pretty good movie, and it's uh, I was like, yeah, gonna need a movie like that. We need some trash movies. Yeah, that's true. I well, just need you to know, look, Tyler,
1: look. Thanks for being the man to provide the trash movies. You know, like where would we be?
0: I'm here to have you watch a hour and a half movie where Dwayne the Rock Johnson will look you in the eyes and tell you it's not a wig for the whole time. <laughs> Does it look good, Cody? I'll leave that to oh. you to decide.
1: All right. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited. Do you want to wrap us up?
0: Oh, uh, uh, wait! You always You're do that. So All, All right. Thanks
1: everyone thing. for listening. You can follow us and share us at the podcast places, and you can try to make a survivor social media you know uh, accounts that i don't track anymore add opinion havers and until next time watch movies
0: and i have opinions
1: she can't wait till the day that i'm bald and, and i can wear the wigs and look people in the eye oh, okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's real <laughs> it's, it's not, not a wig
0: it's not a wig <laughs>